0: Get to the free throw line. Now, this is a matchup Rice has.
1: Sights pocket. Got it! They had Jeremy it! Oh, you know, I can't tell
0: you
2: that.
1: Whacking that thing around.
0: This is the press box with Doug Douglas and Adam Candy. Yep, those are their names. Just my rim.
3: Boom. Sadness. That's the one.
0: Oh, the 9 o'clock hour, and we've got some good vibes working here on the Press Box. Doug Douglas along with Adam Candy. And Adam, we had so much fun in the 7 o'clock hour with a sleepy Jared, and I don't know. He hasn't gone to an energy drink yet, so his eyes are getting... You told me not to. Yeah, I did. I am your doctor, and uh, I told you not to, and that is a very good thing. But we're going to go back to his, our favorite thing of grading premises... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which just, with just the free agency, genuinely... <laughs> Which I jumped into. Adam, you're the only one that called us uh or called Jared out and I was just ready to grade anything. Yeah, you you called us out by pointing out that it logically makes no sense and there I have
4: two logic professors somewhere that are very angry with me. But uh we'll, we'll give them an F. <laughs> all right. Are you guys are you all right, all right. Are you guys Fire gonna, away. All right, all right cool yeah we're, we're, we're the ready nets for it got and the line. bucks both teams added valuable role pieces who is better today
5: so the uh the don't call them new jersey nets uh have added patty mills on a two-year 12 million dollar deal and let's start right there under the radar i think this is one of the better signings of the offseason i thought patty mills might get more years i thought patty mills might get more money but maybe one of those situations where he decides that this is the right fit for him in Brooklyn with this team, Blake Griffin's back as well. I mean, look, this team, I hate to use the two biggest words in the NBA when it comes to the Brooklyn Nets, if healthy, this (laughs) team is unstoppable. I mean, what Patty Mills does as a, you know, a fairly knockdown shooter, maybe not what he once was for the San Antonio Spurs, but what Patty Mills brings as a skill set. is just absolutely perfect for this team um bucks were fine i mean the bucks you know they got bobby portis uh on a deal that's under market for sure uh george hill doesn't really move the needle for me uh, rodney hood's best days are behind him so if you ask me about you know what i think is the better set of moves here I- i'll play with the- i'll play the game I'll-, I'll grade it i think i'll give the nets an uh an a a i will give the bucks a b plus b plus And I will be a
0: lazy teacher and just look over and see what Adam did and just (laughs) do the exact same thing.
5: A. B. Plus. Uh, All right, Jared. Jared, I'm breaking in and I'm giving you a new premise because we do have breaking news this morning uh, in the NBA. Okay, here comes (inaudible) the breaking news. The Oklahoma City Thunder have bought out Kemba Walker from the remainder of his (laughs) four-year $140 million contract. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) He is going to sign... With the New York Knicks. He's coming home, baby. The man from the BX is coming home to New York. Uh, so Check I, I will go ahead <laughs> I will go ahead and give the grade right off the top. A, a plus 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 plus. A
0: plus plus. There's
5: no way the Knicks should have Kemba Walker on this cheap of a contract <laughs> after they screwed over. The rest of their cap space by signing evan 48 to a four-year 78 million oh, contract God. but the point is kemba walker is coming home and the knicks He's actually got a competent, guard, a competent point guard a competent scoring point guard i don't know what to do with this because i was ready to lose the off season yeah. i told tyler earlier all i wanted was to win the off season <laughs> Uh, but the Knicks home. might actually kind of sort of win the offseason by fitting Kemba Walker into the $8 million of cap space they have left.
4: Kimball Walker's coming home in the same way football was coming home. That was a reference. How is football coming home? Yeah,
0: I was about to say, I have no idea what you're That was a reference
4: there. that nobody got. It was the English football team in the Euros. They, they say football's coming home whenever England does anything in international soccer. And I will be quiet for a little bit. Because that reference went over everyone's head.
5: Solid, solid show killer moment uh, yeah. from from Jared there. All right, uh, Jared, I've, I've given you my breaking news. What's what is the next premise that you All have right. here?
4: This one is more of just a question. It's not even mo- a premise. Devon- Devontae Graham got is with the Pelicans now after a sign and trade sent him from Charlotte to new Orleans and they get a first round pick Charlotte gets a first round pick why like why did I have I just not been watching Charlotte basketball enough to think that this this
5: is a good exchange for either of these teams so they're getting a little jammed up in the backcourt in Charlotte and Devontae Graham had a heck of a season last year scoring wise I mean I don't know that they necessarily expected that he was going to give them everything that they got, especially considering how often Gordon Hayward was uh, was hurt and unable to contribute to that Charlotte team. But no, I mean, he's coming off season with uh, you know scoring 15 points per game, five assists, they're useful numbers. But uh, Jared, if you're trying to make sense, if you're trying to just say why, what is the purpose of this? Why is New Orleans sending a one in a sign trade where Devontae Graham's getting a four-year contract I think you need to just you need to have a very r and b understanding of this you need to have a very r and b thought process which is goes like this it goes a little something like this baby please stay zion <laughs> zion i need you to stay baby don't leave me zion don't leave me because everything that the new orleans pelicans are doing right now including the trade for valent from memphis before the draft in which they gave up another future first round pick Everything David Griffin is doing as the GM of the New Orleans Pelicans right now is to try to build enough around Zion Williamson that he does not choose to leave at some point in the future, which seems to be pretty clearly what's been indicated by his camp over the first couple of years of his contract. So uh, I will give the Pelicans an incomplete. Incomplete. Because unless Zion resigns, then these are all F-minus. <laughs>
0: The Pelicans can do no wrong because the Pelicans have one thing that no other team in the NBA has. And that is the all time best mascot. True. It's only for usually one or two games a year. Now, Pierre, the Pelican, he's a good mascot on most of the other days, but in the Zenith of mascots, King cake, baby is the best mascot. And I, have that on my bucket list of mascot pictures to get before I die—a picture with King Cake Baby. But he only makes that appearance. So as far as the Pelicans, give them an A plus.
5: A plus. All right. Multiple questions emerging out of this. Yeah. Uh, f- first of all, first of all, what is the remainder of the bucket list of? mascots you want pictures with and tell us what is the coolest mascot picture that you have
0: well pierre the pelican's pretty uh high up there because that was a good one the farthest i ever ran for one and my kid became too ran. old because i used to use him as a beard and get him <laughs> in the pictures with the mascot wow. but uh he's
1: throwing his son
4: at the mascot yeah
0: i remember the day that my son kind of disappointed me the most in his life and that was a few years ago we were in milwaukee And now off the top of my head, I can't remember the Milwaukee baseball. uh, Bernie the Brewer. There we go. And he was down in right field, and we were way in left field. And I go, come on. We got to run and go get that picture. And he goes, Dad, that's you, now. That's just you. So I I will say uh, that was probably the biggest disappointment ever. But I will say the biggest thrill because,
5: first of all, do you know what King Cake Baby looks like? I unfortunately do, which was going to be part of my next question, but I'll, <laughs> I'll let you finish this one.
0: Well, okay, because anybody who doesn't go there, Google that image, and it is the best. I mean, you can't you can't get better than that. But the hardest one I had to work for ever, and I think I was most proud of, was the San Francisco Giants baseball team. So you know, settle down, Lou Seal. That. That's right, Lou Seal. Now here's the here's the thing about Lou Seal. I did not know this, Lou Seal is a mascot that will not allow you to take a picture if you have an alcoholic drink in your hand. So we were waiting by an elevator for Lucille. Yes, that's the depths that I go to sometimes for mascot pictures, missing part of the game. Elevator for Lucille, and I had a, at that time, it was a rum and diet Coke in my hand. And Lucille motioned, and then Lucille's handler said, oh, we can take no pictures, (laughs) I mean, Honestly, no pictures with an alcoholic beverage, but I did give my alcoholic beverage to my wife at that time and say, "Could you hold this while I get a picture
5: with Lucille?" I and the fact that you have just the appropriate amount of shame in saying that, it makes the story better for me. I actually do <laughs> like there's just a tiny tiny little bit of shame in there. Let's go back to King Cake Baby though. Like, King Cake Baby look here's if you have never seen this first of all google it but i'll give you the short version if the stay puff marshmallow man was a terrifying <laughs> baby dressed for mardi gras that yes. would be king cake baby
0: with a bigger belly i might add king cake baby has a bigger <laughs> belly it protrudes more from the body than any marshmallow man could ever i mean it is it is the only thing left in life that I haven't accomplished, that I want to accomplish, and the sad thing is, is he's only there on very limited number of days at Pelicans, so it, it's a tough one.
4: Okay, so the minor league baseball team, though, in oh
0: yeah,
4: is the, the, the they're the
5: baby cakes.
4: So is it similar to always... that,
5: or am I? Yes, no, you're right on, Jared.
4: Okay, but it's a different there. So, okay. are these two separate mascots? And they're both baby cakes. Is this a thing? Am I have well, I just it's not... Mardi
0: Gras. It's for Mardi Gras. I believe is the only time that it appears on, at Pelican Games.
4: Okay, but at the same time, I guess my question is, and maybe this I'm showing my like lack of religious studies. What section of the Catholic religion involves a baby?
0: partying well it, it doesn't they hide a, a a plastic baby inside of a cake i don't I, I i gotta be honest i'm lacking in that if we could have a biblical scholar booked on Friday, I mean, game. look,
5: yeah i mean we can you know if, if we want to go that direction here on the <laughs> press box at nine eleven on a monday morning i'm happy to discuss the the meaning of fat tuesday uh as as a celebratory you know as a celebratory moment uh but at, at the same time um we could just say that maybe doug's goal needs to be to get to one of these new orleans baby cakes games where some form of king cake baby is available for pictures or 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 douglas family if you're listening to the show today um i feel like maybe you've let dad down here that maybe we should have already figured out a way to rent out king cake baby long enough for a picture That's cheating. maybe for a that's for like a whole prostitution. birthday party. That's
0: like prostitution. That's cheating.
5: I'm sorry. Mascot prostitution is against the rules <laughs> yes. of your game? Oh.
0: Yes. Just ask Slugger, the Kansas City Royals uh,
5: Oh, please lion? do tell me. Why should I ask Slugger? Oh, you got... Wait. You guys don't know about Slugger? Well, I know he's a giant lion with a crown. Yeah. Oh, yes. He's a giant lion. Yeah. Uh, okay. Don't do this at work.
0: Do not... Okay. Everybody, don't do this at work. But Google... Let's just say the Slugger that is now in that costume is not the same Slugger that was in the costume before.
5: And if you Oh, my. it sounds like we got a Brockmeyer situation. No. Right? Yes. What it, yes.
0: What it sounds like. This was like, before Brockmire,
4: by the way. Did you, when they first, uh, what, Clark the Cub, when they first released him, someone immediately drew him anatomically correct? No, 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 no. Okay. This All right. Is, I, thought, I thought this was going to go a different direction. This right. has
0: to do with Slugger uh, received a dance from a entertainer. And she was not fully clothed while Slugger was in the uniform or the mascot oh, uniform. And it did not
4: work oh, out well for Slugger. No. I mean, as long as he was hanging out with George Brett, that, that well, was probably
0: the least of their problems. And the thing is, their pictures.
5: Well, yeah. But, Here, Mike, I am I am highly effective. Lucille would never.
0: <laughs> right? You're right. Lucille wouldn't even let you take a picture with a drink in your hand there we go well we kind of went off the rails yeah, there but that's I, what that's what fillings do jared uh, that's fine i uh, we we'll will save
4: uh, at nine forty-five. we will get to whether or not tyler bischoff died and then i will just r- casually bring up taj gibson but we need to get to sam and ash so i guess i
0: will stop talking wow all right coming up next sam and ash
3: guys guys did
1: you know that i actually have a civil case against that that stole my
0: husband don't sue a stripper
1: Why not? She's
0: a stripper. Life sued her, and she lost. Call Sam and Ash at 702-820-1234 or visit their website, samandashlaw.com. Sam and Ash, because you deserve what's right. Doug Douglas, Adam Candy back here on the Press Box, and we have Sam and Ash with us. And before we get to the hard-hitting legal questions, I want to congratulate you guys with your partnership with the Henderson Silver Knights. I was listening to HSK Today last week and uh congratulations on that should be a fun partnership
3: oh thank
1: you we're so excited it's going to be great yeah, and we hope we, to see you at games
3: yeah we oh, love what they're doing over I'll there. Be
0: there i can walk to those games <laughs>
1: <laughs> perfect
0: so no problem no problem with a dui afterwards because it more importantly i can walk from those games too
3: <laughs> that is important
0: so i can be up on the patio enjoying many facets of that but we uh, unfortunately need to turn ourselves to a little bit something more uh, more deep and dark, unfortunately, a murder case. And when it comes to murder cases, we go to our lawyers, Sam and Ash. And, uh, Adam, what's going on with a skateboarder?
5: The f- um, that, that's a great question. Uh, why, don't, why don't you guys, uh, Sam and Ash, take the lead on, on this one as uh, have a wrongful death suit? uh here involving a guy who had uh the 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 stuffing beaten out of him at a comfort suites in illinois what's the situation here
1: well it wasn't a very comfortable suite uh at the hotel the guy uh, apparently i used a used a skateboard and beat the crap out of him and he fell on his head hit his head and he died uh and um i mean it's uh there's a there's obviously first-degree murder charges uh, uh were filed against the guy but there's also a wrongful death case and that happens you know you have a you have a civil suit you know that coexists together with the criminal prosecution um and we you know we talk about that a lot on the show is when when these then these two different parallel paths legal paths uh go you know happen at the same time so does right.
0: oh sorry go ahead please i was just gonna say doesn't the state suing another person change the way a case is settled
3: Not necessarily. What really happens here, when when someone dies as a result of someone else's intentional acts here, um, someone has a right to pursue the damages that that person who died has, and you know, the loss of life and everything, and the family members have. Um, So really what a wrongful death case is, the family members are pursuing their damages. They're going, look, you took a life of our family member, and as a result, we have emotional distress we maybe you know relied on that person for financial compensation or financial support so we have damages and so they're going to pursue the wrongful death case it's very similar to i always point to oj simpson remember oj had the the infamous criminal trial um where you know if the glove doesn't fit you must acquit and um, they did Um, and then the family of ron goldman and oh what's. Sam, help me, help me. I'm blanking on the other person's name. The woman.
0: Nicole Brown, I can help you. Nicole
3: with that. Brown, yes. So her family, they sued O.J. Um, um civilly. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nicole Brown But that leads yeah, so, to, because
0: I always thought why isn't that double jeopardy then?
3: Well, because it's not a criminal case. Remember, criminal cases are brought by the state, you know, so it's the people ah. versus here, it's gonna be against terry kennedy and the punishment there is either a a criminal fine that you pay to the state restitution to your victims or it's jail or probation or something similar in a civil case the the punishment is money damages more often than not sometimes you have to do things you have to stop doing things but here the civil case your remedy is damages and money
1: and double jeopardy applies also to just one entity filing criminal charges against uh, a, a certain person so you'll you'll have cases and you're seeing it right now in the uh, george floyd uh matter with derek chauvin you have you he's having uh, separate criminal charges related to that uh, death being brought against him by the federal government and so that's a different sovereign it's a different legal entity so the Both the state and the federal government can file separate criminal charges. So it really just has to do, you know, double jeopardy means, like, the state of Nevada can't bring you up on murder charges twice.
4: So can the, like, all right, so let's say he gets convicted of first-degree murder by, like, the prosecutor. Does that, can that be admissible for the civil suit, or is it, like, a weird, like, okay, well, we also now have the, we have to prove it, Completely separately, and it changes the assumptions.
3: Oh, you're coming in with the serious questions. And it sounds, I'm, I'm worried that you're concerned about this. But, um, <sighs> <laughs> Jared, uh, but yeah, that stuff is admissible. Um, and one thing is, you know, it's in civil cases, the burden of proof is lower. You know, in criminal cases, to get a conviction, you have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, And then in a civil case, and that's a really high standard, but it's not impossible as we see day in and day out. But in a civil case, it's beyond a preponderance of the evidence. And so um, that's actually, it's it's lower, and that's arguably why O.J. got convicted on the civil case and not the criminal case.
4: So, okay, I, I honestly, I don't know what this gentleman's net worth is, but if he spends a majority of his money or like he liquidates everything in order to put forth a criminal defense and then he loses the civil trial how is the, is there what what's the mechanism of enforcement on a if he loses the civil trial and he spent all his money on the criminal oh. trial
1: oh well i mean i think anybody who's been through a divorce can uh can can have some insight to that because it there's a an judgment an and there's a court yeah there's a court ordered settlement a court ordered judgment if it goes all the way through trial and you lose and and then the court has We'll call it um, authority over the collection of that money, and you can be held in contempt of court if you don't pay. Now there are certain ways that you can protect your assets, legitimate ways of protecting your assets, not just hiding, you know, hiding your cash in a shoebox somewhere, or burying it in, you know burying it in the woods. Um, and, and one way is there are certain states that have protections. Uh, for your homestead, and Nevada's one of them. We have pretty strong homestead protection. You can file for, if you buy a, a family home and you live in it, you can file for, some, for a homestead protection, and then that, that property becomes very difficult to attach. Remember, OJ moved to Florida. Florida has, I believe, an even stronger statute on the books for that, and so the, the reason he moved to Florida was not for the climate. It was, uh, it was because, uh, unlike California, Florida did provide him more asset protection.
4: Oh, it's like the old get divorce in Texas.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, or, uh, you know, Costa Rica, right? So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, this is, it's absolutely, uh, there are some analogies to uh, to that, and I think a lot of people have been through that. So, yep.
0: We're speaking with Sam and Ash. You can call them at 702 820 1234 or visit their website, salmonashlaw.com. Sam and Ash, because you deserve what's right.
4: All right. So, this is um, something I wanted to get to mostly because I don't understand at all, and I hope you guys can explain it to me like I'm a toddler. The Belarusian, if that's even the correct way to say that, sprinters legal situation at the Olympics. Like, I don't understand what is going on at all with this, except that according to the Associated Press, she didn't get to run. Did you guys have you guys been following oh, this case at all?
3: I haven't. I read an article about it. I don't know, Sam, if you're uh, on it. I know you're into international politics a little <laughs> bit more than me, but um, it's it's actually. I think she she was over in Tokyo for Belarus and was running as a, uh, on the track team, and was complaining and vocally um, complaining about her coaches entering her into a race that's not her. Special specific race. So she's criticizing her team. So then they basically come in and say she's not mentally stable and try and send her back to Belarus. And when they get her, she gets to the airport in Tokyo, they are basically say, uh, she protests, she seeks asylum, she doesn't want to go, she's asking to stay. And I think she ends up at the Polish, the Poland embassy.
1: Yeah, Um, Yeah. let me add something to this. Belarus is, uh, is, is basically a rogue dictatorship state. Uh, they recently hijacked Judy. an airplane, literally. Like, they, there was a guy, a blogger, named—I uh, oh, forget yeah. his name. But he, they literally—the president ordered his—the the Ryanair flight was flying over Belarus between two totally different countries. And he sent fighter jets to force the plane down because he knew this blogger was on the plane and arrested him.
3: And they actually had to change this sprinter's flight because her flight—because now I think she went to Austria. They had to, like, change her flight— because of that. They were afraid that it had gotten out and that they were going to try and do something similar.
1: Wow. All right. That actually is exactly what Don't go to Belarus. I, yeah, well. Yeah, well, it's crazy. Don't, and don't, don't criticize k- the Belarusian government.
0: Oh, I will. No, right. I'll and take again, that. Again, uh, <laughs> or at <absolutely>. least don't <laughs> criticize and get on a plane flying over their airspace. Yes. All right. Yes.
4: Final question, and uh, this comes directly from Adam Candy uh, via text. Uh, <laughs> The vaccine passport in New York, what is going on? You guys were discussing it apparently before we came on.
3: Oh, I just heard it on the news on my way into work that apparently New York, any indoor activities or restaurants are starting to require proof of vaccination in order to sit down at a restaurant or go to any an event indoors. Wow.
5: Uh, how... <laughs> Are are these things that are potentially uh, going to be challenged legally, and, and do you think they would succeed at all? If so,
1: yes, yeah. maybe. The answer is yes, Scereal. maybe. And and the final word on this is that it's gonna by the time any resolution is met, it's too late, and the, the crisis will hopefully have passed, and the issue will be moot. So the point is, it's just it's gonna get challenged in the courts. Uh, I I mean, I think it, they I think they have standing to do it. I think they they have they're on legal footing. They may lose in court. Who knows but by the time it all gets figured out, uh, you know, hopefully COVID's over and there's no need for it And anymore.
3: there's just a practical standpoint also, there's no uniform database that has tracked these vaccinations or a uniform card that everyone has. So there's gonna be a lot of fake documents being shown around and also the people at these restaurants and facilities aren't trained to know what's real and what's not.
1: W- would it make you guys feel better if we had vaccine passports? I mean, would, would you feel safer, like, going out to, to a casino? I'd feel safer
0: if our vaccination rates were up higher, but, no, I don't think that yeah. you need to prove that. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, you see those uh, signs in the bathroom, all employees must wash hands. I'd like to have proof that they wash their hands, <laughs> but i got to admit, <laughs> a lot of times I don't know if they are or aren't. It's, I it's, need it's your hand-washing
1: advice. passport right now.
0: Yes. You know what? It would be wet and i would appreciate (laughs) it at any time i demand to see it okay so quick aside i will say that uh
4: they don't check ids in new york anyway and i know that from personal experience so they're not (laughs) going to check these like even if you gave them a fake passport they're if a 17 year old me was allowed to go into bars this isn't going to be this is not going to
3: work out well my gosh they might still come after you for that jared oh good no, good. save this. Really? But it, no, 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 no. I'm joking. Oh, but it's similar darn. to temperature checks. <laughs> so you know, happy. no one really, no one took those seriously.
1: I, I, w- there. I talked to somebody who his only job was to stand at the entrance of a casino and do a temperature check, and he literally told me they never, not once, turned anyone away. Yeah, they just so go beep,
4: beep. You're yes, good. got your temp. The, the my favorite was the uh, lower your mask. Uh,
0: okay, sure. <laughs> That, that's the key factor in all of this tech check situation. Uh, that's, that's better than what my doctor asked me to lower earlier in my checkup. So,
3: anyway. we I'm just fill-in here. Hey, uh, and on <laughs> that note, we will
0: send you to Clay Baker's. <laughs>
4: There you go. On guys. <laughs> have
3: Deminage. fun. Great Thank to you, talk very, to you very, very
0: much, and I'll see you out at a Henderson Silver Knights game soon looking forward it.
3: to it and remember Thank you can you. call
0: salmon ash at 702-820-1234 or visit their website salmonashlaw.com. salmon ash because you deserve what's right we're checking in on the latest news from prop swap where smart sports bettors buy and sell sports bets go to Propswap.com today and find the very best odds back here in the press box and we have luke perdandy from prop on luke how's it going today
2: Good, guys. How are you?
0: Pretty good. Pretty good. Hey, I would say that there is some ways to make money, and it might involve Colts' future, not only because of Wentz's injury, but they're getting some bugs on the offensive line as well. Have you seen any movement in that market?
2: Yeah. Cl- clearly one of the reasons we started props is for the Indianapolis Colts in this, uh, <laughs> this last seven days. <laughs> right. Sorry. They got the injury bug over there. So Yeah, I mean, you, know, you got two options. One, if you have a Colts' future, that you bought before the Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson injuries, you can post that for sale, cut your losses, you know, if you're concerned this thing goes to zero really quick, take get half your money back, you bet 100 sell for 50 and, you know, you don't have to worry about if Carson Wentz is going to come back in October or is he coming back in late November? Because obviously, if it's late November, uh, the Colts will not be making the playoffs.
4: But um, if he comes back super early, you might be able to get one of these tickets at value, and you've just, you know, that's that's... That's Correct. The market.
2: Yeah. So Exactly. Yeah. So the other side would be you could grab Colts futures now, now that the odds have dropped. They're like, uh, yesterday, they're about 45 to 1 now, about 40 to 1. 40 to 1 at DraftKings, uh, I see. I'm sure at MGM, they're about that. Um, yeah. You go know, the other way and say, all right, let me buy up Colts futures. hope that Carson's injury is shorter than we, you know, it's potentially been reported on the longer end. And now you're making money on the AFC South. Uh, You know, are the Titans a lock? I don't think so. Obviously, the Texans are supposed to be the worst team in the NFL. So not a ton of concern there. Um, But it will be a a Colts-Titans race. So uh, if you buy low on the Colts right now, you can flip it if uh, Carson comes back early.
0: Let's switch gears to baseball now. The MVP race, is anybody hitting the panic button? Is there money to be made on those tickets?
2: Yeah, I mean, I hope you guys saw that huge uh, Jacob deGrom, Shohei Ohtani parlay. So it was Shohei to win the AL MVP, Jacob deGrom to win the NL MVP, and it was a $500 bet that would cash for $500,000 if those two guys won. <laughs> and Darren Ravel wrote a big article about it discussing what should these guys do. And at the time, they could have sold it on PropSaw for a hundred thousand dollars because Shohei, Shohei is still like minus five hundred. Uh, but at the time, Degrom was like minus one hundred fifty to an NL MVP. He was hitting well. He was obviously pitching, you know, out of his mind. Unfortunately, Jacob Degrom's winning the MVP now thirty to one, so that ticket is now worth you know back down to around a thousand bucks, maybe two thousand bucks. Uh, but just crazy swing um, just with Jacob DeGrom being out for so long. It seems like uh, the MVP is not out of reach. Maybe he can still grab the Cy Young, uh, but the NL MVP is probably no longer his.
0: Well, that's the old, what is it? Uh, buy low, sell high. And that is what you can do on prop swap. So Luke, it, it really has added another dimension to making uh, futures bets, especially, and, uh, you know it's a fun time to kind of uh, be out there shopping or perhaps even more importantly, selling as the person who could have cashed in on a hundred thousand dollars. Maybe they should have pulled the trigger <laughs> on that one.
2: Yeah, might be kicking themselves a little bit. you know we always say like just because you sell that bet doesn't mean you can't go make another wager, right? Get the best of both worlds. So sell it for a hundred grand and then go make another wager at the window. So you're still rooting for these guys for the rest of the year. Like I get not wanting to give up on this bet that you've been riding for so long. That's fine. Take some profit from us. Go back to the window, make another wager. So you can still be rooting for these guys, but now you have hundred grand in your pocket.
0: Yeah. That's always that's
2: a- like, you know, that's a year changing.
0: Uh, that's a good that's a good feeling. All right. Well, thank you, Luke, from Prop Swap. We will talk with you again next week.
2: Thanks, guys. Have a good week.
0: Chonies. Wait.
2: Candies. Chonies.
0: You don't call your bread buns. What do you call them? Candies. Chonies. Bread? Candies. Chonies. Well, bread is a substance. What do you call the units of bread you use? Breads?
5: Okay. All right. So Candies. Chonies. I'm going to leave some clues for Doug <laughs> Douglas today. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm going to leave some clues in my chonies and let's see what you can do with them. First of all, I will let you know that I have done a bit of a last-second switch uh, on this. And I will tell you that um, when I made the switch, things got a little bit furry. A little furry in Candy's Chonies. all right? So, don't be disheartened. Don't despair. We're going to lead you on a journey here, and you're going to be fine. All right. Your first number in Candy's Chonies is $2.00. Two dollars and two dollars. If you don't know how this game works, my friend, you are going to try to guess what is the significance of two dollars. Where does that come from in sports? I'll give you some clues that'll get easier and easier for you to figure out. The the two dollars comes from 1974, and it comes from the city of San Diego.
4: Oh man, two dollars.
5: Is that? Can I make a guess, or will I be? Oh yeah. Oh Oh, no. 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 no, Yeah.
4: Yeah. No. You're supposed to guess wrong.
0: Oh, well, why I mean, is that? How much the city of San Diego paid to acquire the property that Jack Murphy used to Jack Murphy Stadium used to stand
5: I on? I like where you're headed with that because this actually does come from baseball. Oh, um, okay. It it has more to do with someone inside the stadium than the stadium itself. All right,
0: all right. Now I'm thinking so about someone. Someone yeah. got traded for two dollars. Well, first of all, come on. We were talking about mascots, the most famous mascot of all, the San Diego Chicken. There he is.
5: There he is. Doug Douglas coming through. Okay. All right. $2. $2 an hour in March of 1974 was what the first person who ever wore the San Diego Chicken mascot costume was paid. He was promoting a local rock and roll radio station back in 1974, and it was a college kid from the San Diego State campus, was offered the opportunity for $2 an hour to be the San Diego Chicken to promote the station, but you know what? He thought, you know what? Maybe I could take this a little bit farther and offered to go to San Diego Padre games and promote the station in the costume, and that is how the legend of the San Diego Chicken was born.
0: (laughs) That's So the $2 an hour, in today's money, he could get two AAA... Relievers on his major league exactly. baseball club. It you all, could purchase multiple
5: John Axfords uh, <laughs> for those two dollars. Uh, very, very, very impressive. Okay, all right. two, hold on.
4: Two dollars in nineteen seventy four is worth eleven dollars in oh, today's money. That's up. a good. Eleven. That's a pretty good paying job, man.
5: Eleven dollars an hour. Yeah. Oh God, don't don't let the bosses hear about this. They're gonna have to raise our pay. All right. Okay. All right. Your next number is three thousand nine hundred dollars. Oh no. This comes from 19. make sure I get the number right here. Okay, this comes from 1977. $3,900 is also related to baseball.
4: Was that a fine?
5: Okay, it was not a fine. Okay. It was not a fine. It it does have to do with baseball. And remember, it's still pretty furry in my chonies. Ah, Ah. all
0: right. We're still okay. Daryl Sutter. (laughs) <laughs> was signed. Well, he had a big
5: beard. Oh. He did have a big beard and I like the way you're going with that. Um, $3,900 relates to another mascot. Oh.
0: Oh man, wait. Uh, so the other,
5: I mean, the Fanatic? This is a number related to the Philly Fanatics. Yes. How are okay. you getting these? Well, they're no, the most
0: what? famous. They're the most famous mascot.
5: No, Gritty
4: is the most famous mascot.
5: Okay. Well, $3,900. $3, Former former part owner of the Phillies uh I believe his name let me get it right here Bill Giles Bill Giles said it was the worst decision of his life when it came to the creation of the Philadelphia fanatic the Philly fanatic because at the time they were trying to compete with the San Diego chicken and the creator offered them these two potential deals thirty nine hundred dollars for just the costume but the creators would maintain the copyright uh-huh. For an extra for an extra thirteen hundred dollars fifty two hundred total. they could have purchased the costume and the copyright. They chose to just buy the costume, did the Phillies. Five years later, when they had to come back and buy the copyright, do you know how much the copyright cost when the Philly fanatic had become famous? Ooh, five years later, I'm gonna
0: say now that was still back. I'm gonna say one hundred and fifty thousand.
5: $250,000 Ooh. for the copyright they could have had Good. for $1,300.
0: The small person wins.
5: There you go. Take it Take it to prop swap with that one. $1,300 <laughs> or $250,000. Okay. All right. I have one more for you. Um, $389,900. Okay. This is from hockey. Hmm.
0: Well,
4: now I'm going oh, gritty. Yeah, now I'm going gritty. Gritty's yearly salary?
5: Seventy Uh Jared kinda gave this one away by with his gritty uh statement from earlier. That is the number of followers for gritty on Twitter. Three hundred eighty nine thousand nine hundred followers for gritty. And now, Doug, I will ask you what I'm sure is an easy question for someone of your mascot knowledge. Oh no. The chicken, the fanatic, or gritty? Who do you got?
0: Oh, Oh, you mean of pictures taken with?
5: No, no. Who? Well, I, I mean, know, if you yeah, want, yeah, but yeah. I was going to say, who's
0: your favorite? Oh, of those, uh, you know what? It's sad, but I got to go. And this is, has nothing to do with what teams they represent. I've got to go still with a little bit classic. I'm going fanatic still. I think the fanatics Ooh. interaction with the fans and other representatives of baseball still rules. But Gritty, Gritty is an up and comer. I'll say that.
5: I think Gritty has a future in this business. There's, I, there's no oh. question about that. Um, and, uh, by the way, shout out to, uh, what I believe is the all female team behind the social media account, uh, of gritty who has turned him into an absolute phenomenon, uh, in the sport of hockey. I I'm so, so torn on this one because the chicken is the OG here, but, mm-hmm. uh, at the same time, I mean, God, the, the fanatic really does have, uh, fanatics got some, uh, some mojo. It really is. a uh, it's special. All right. Oof. Okay, I'm going to have to talk to Alex Caruso about some manscaping. It's getting a little too furry in my chonies. i got to let this one go.
0: There we go. Well, I will say there's a fanatic interaction with Tommy Lasorda alone. That uh, elevates the fanatic up there right there. But right now we do have some tickets to give away. Jared, is it still for the same day, a four-pack to Saturday the 14th? Saturday the 14th. Winner, winner gets four tickets to Saturday the 14th. That's for the NBA Summer League, which, of course, starts August 8th at the Thomas and & Mack and Cox Pavilion. All 30 NBA teams, 75 games, tickets at Thomas & Mack box office or Tickets.com, or you can go to LVsportsnetwork.com to register to win four premium reserve tickets and an NBA Summer League jersey, or you can be caller five right now, 702-364-1100. box with doug douglas and adam candy uh the sounds of baseball dodger stadium what a friendly place not the friendly confines that's a little bit farther back east but congratulations to john he picked up the four pack of tickets to the nba summer league fear not if you did not win as tomorrow when it is ed and adam on the show you'll have another chance again and then again on friday but uh, we have uh a development coming from Los Angeles, Jared? Okay, so, Tyler,
4: there, there's a 50% chance Tyler was at the game last night. And I would say that we need odds that he was one of... There were many videos circulating of people getting into fistfights at the Dodgers game last night. What is the likelihood... That with the Astros winning, that Tyler at least a got punched, and I want I want like actual like minus odds on these that Tyler at least got Mm. punched. So we're setting a line. Yeah, so I need I want I want a line set from each of you that Tyler got at least
0: at least some salty language thrown at him. Oh, salty language! That's minus ten billion salty language. Come on, what do you think, Adam? Salty language minus ten billion?
5: Uh, That's off the board. Like, like no one, no one's going to be allowed to bet that because you know that he showed up in some sort of obvious Astro's clothing and you know that he smiled that poop eating grin back at someone the (laughs) first time that they said something to him. So, you know, he at least invited the salty language for sure.
4: Okay. Well, what about, what about a physical altercation?
0: boy i i first of all i hope not because there's nothing now i'm looking on his social media platforms and while he did post something from a soccer game at allegiance stadium he did not post anything so what are the odds that he was there and he didn't post anything but i'm going to still put the odds at minus minus 110 you know what that's all right
5: so Here's the thing we have to factor in, Doug. And by the way, solid sleuthing on the social media. We know that Tyler did attend the Gold Cup game at uh, Allegiant Stadium, which our friend Cassie Soto has told us uh, could have been as many as 90% uh, fans of El Tri, the Mexican team. Uh, So there's a reasonable chance Tyler never made it out of (laughs) Allegiant Stadium. And so this whole question of what happened to him at Dodger Stadium could be entirely moot. None of these bets will be action. Because Tyler never made it to the stadium. Tyler is currently uh, bleeding somewhere along Polaris and waiting oh for God. help.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, we've got good news, though. There is another We do? G- well, that didn't sound a-
5: like good news. <laughs>
0: well, no, well, you know, hey. There is another game tonight. And you can listen to it at 6 o'clock. Starting at 6 o'clock right here on ESPN. But Houston and the Dodgers hook up again. So it could happen tonight. Please keep Tyler in your thoughts and keep looking at his social media every 10 seconds.
5: Uh, One one quick thing. Uh, Speaking of of strange things over the last couple of days, Joe Judge said about that Giants brawl, that full camp brawl, I'm not going to lie, it turned me on a little seeing the guys that passionate.
0: (laughs) There you go. Look for that on images. Look for Slugger. Look for Slugger, the KC Royals. That is your. Oh God! Item. But do do it on your home computer. Yeah, home computer. It is graphic. I'll see you again Friday. Thank you, Adam. Have fun tomorrow Make with sure. Ed.